We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, y'all. It's Vlad Harris here with another Panther Rans podcast. It's Friday. And I'm recording this late Friday, so probably maybe only five people will, will probably even listen to this podcast. But oh well. It's out there for y'all to listen to. So, catch up on some things. Pit football. Starting to spring drills. So. Spring game we come up here pretty soon, a few weeks. Well, maybe like maybe like maybe two weeks probably. But that's coming up, so Pitt's doing that, but we're not really gonna get into spring football in this podcast. Let's talk about the holy mass exodus that is uh Pitt basketball. <laughs> Men and women. Well, first of all, You know, Stallings lost the entire recruiting class, which was the last year's class. And really, he dismissed one player and two left. And, you know, it sucks. But you'll have that. Sometimes some coaches' personalities or goals don't align with others. And, you know, we get new management, new new coaches, new bosses, whatever. You're going to have, sometimes you're going to have turnover. And this is one of the things. Pitt also had some transfers as well. They were very young in Pitt's program, Dixon, you know, mostly Dixon recruits. And you know, they're they're gone. That just you know is what it is. And you know a lot of massive steering involved. That's mainly because, you know, of what happened this past season. People don't like the head coach. They have a total dislike for him. And, you know, there's players leaving programs all over the place. It happens. For Pitt, it's just a giant freaking purge. But they have a top 40 class coming in. And they're probably going to get some more players coming in because, you know, they got they need bodies now. So, it just is what it is right now. And, you know, and of course, Pitt had its latest um, issues now with uh, women's basketball. I and mean, you, you know what? I didn't think they had these problems. I mean, but then again, I haven't really been following women's hoops all that much. But they supposedly lost a, um, one of their top players for the season. And, of course, now they lost their 
the crown jewel of her team, Brenna Wise, after two years. She's gone. She's not going to accomplish her goals at Pitt. So she's going elsewhere is what she's pretty much said. Well, it depends on what kind of goals she's looking for. Because here's the thing. Susie's got to rebuild this program. And that happens. She's trying to rebuild. Team's gonna be young, so you're gonna take a lot of you're gonna take your losses. So I'm not sure what Brenna Wise's goals were. She had a really good year, she had some accolades. If she was I mean if her if her hope was if her hope or her goal was to win a national championship, oof, she uh picked the wrong program. Then again, unless she's picking UConn or wants to go to UConn, she's not going to have any right answer to that goal of national champion. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter where she goes, she's not going to contend for one because UConn's going to just obliterate them. Maybe she wanted to win more. You know, could be. She wanted to win more games. She wanted maybe to compete for a conference championship. But that's just the thing about rebuilding. When you're, when you're building a program, you're going to take a lot of lumps. And unfortunately, you're going to be that part of that class that takes those lumps. That's how you build it. That's People don't forget that when they see you on the when they see you in you know in the, on the court or on the on the side on the streets you know, they're going to thank you for put, putting the program in its right place in the end but so whatever those goals are I wish you the best of luck You know, same with all the other transfers and defectors, whatever. Whatever it is, I hope they find it. And then, you know, at least get your degree. Go play overseas. I mean, who knows? Maybe if we let a future pro go, well, yeah, that sucks for us. Totally sucks. But it hasn't really, has really happened too much. You know, Ken Birch... He was gone. Heck, he was gone after a few weeks after coming on campus. And, uh, well, he didn't have much of a pro career. Because he didn't have one. He went to the draft, and he wasn't really ready. But that's what happens when you, listen, when you spend too much time listening to people around you, which he did. I mean, he had a halfway decent college career for the two years he was at UNLV. You know, he averaged a double-double almost every game. And he probably needed at least another, another year or two to fully uh, develop, but he bailed. So, that's that. So, look at the tournament now. We have some games playing tonight. Last night, we saw John Bayline, Bob Huggins, and Sean Miller all go out in one night. So if you're a Pitt fan, a pet, or at least a petty Pitt fan, 
This was a hat trick. You know, this was a big hat trick. Because Balin goes, Huggy Bear goes. Although West Virginia was in my final four. My bracket was dead anyway. My entire bracket was destroyed because of the ACC. And I one thing I, I felt that I missed one of the rules with picking brackets. That is, there's going to be that one conference that freaking strikes out in this bracket. Bracket, and unfortunately, it was the ACC after having a big year, which doesn't really bode well for Kevin Stallings' record this year. Now he did. Not at all. But that was you know that was the conference. I think I put too much stock in the ACC, and that's where I failed the most. And it's all about matchups, and they ran to a bunch of bunch of ones. I mean, I felt I I felt awesome because I picked Wisconsin over the um, Wisconsin over um, Villanova. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I thought I was awesome. But, uh, what I failed to realize is I screwed up the rest of the bracket. Oh, well. So much for that. But, the, um, Baylor plays the night against Florida. You got North Carolina playing Butler, which is going to be a tough game. Anyway, you slice it for North Carolina. The hot, the, the obviously the game of the night is um, Kentucky and UCLA. But um, I was really shocked to see Sean Miller go out like he did. I mean, he pretty much had a Final Four gift wrap to him, and I mean that's just like with Penn. 2010-2011, Jamie Dixon had a final a bracket literally gift wrapped to him. All he had to do was get past Butler. Couldn't do it. And that's with Sean Miller. He was playing Xavier and they were they limped down the stretch. And uh You know, they obviously have caught some fire in this tournament, but West Virginia, you know, they play a good Gonzaga team, and you know, I wasn't sold on Gonzaga. I'm still not because they're just they're just the Gonzaga. But I mean, they're. It looks like this is going to be Mark Few's year to get to the Final Four finally. You know, he's if he does, he's there's nobody more deserving than that guy because he's had so many good Gonzaga, you know, quote unquote good Gonzaga teams that mysteriously go out in the first and second rounds. But lately, he's had some sort of torment success. I mean, two years ago, he was in the Elite Eight. I think he was in the Elite Eight last year, too. So he's done well. So you can't go wrong there. But Xavier's had their chances, too, but... I think this is the deepest they've been in a while, Xavier. But, um, Chris Mack will obviously be a hot commodity when it, when, a, when the year's over. 
Alfred UCLA is obviously coveted by Indiana. But I mean, personally, I don't know if I would want to leave UCLA. You know, California. I don't think I want to leave California for at least that part of it for Bloomington, Indiana. I, I get it's his alma mater and stuff, but you know, I, I personally, I'd rather, I'd rather stay in California than Indiana. That's on him. But um, getting to West Virginia, Michigan. Arizona, you know, you know, with uh, Bayline, you, you live by the three, you die by it, and that's what happened there. West Virginia, all they had to do was get a freaking two after I missed uh, initial three pointer, but of course they just ran the clock out. And uh, Arizona, this isn't the first time where they've uh, needed at least a two to tie, where they just shot the three. Twenty, you know, the tw- when they. Uh, they put UConn during UConn's last national title run. All they needed was a three to take out U- uh, not a three, a two point to tie UConn. They kept drilling threes. But you know, tie this game should be fun. I mean, my bracket's done, but the one side of the bracket, whoever wins that, whether it's can- you know Kansas, UCLA, or Kentucky, or even North Carolina, whoever wins that side. Is pretty much going to be the favorite to win the national championship because the other side is it's kind of it's kind of ugly. You know, it's really ugly. Like that whole side's really bad. So you you know, for Bill Self, you hope he gets his monkey off his back. I mean, he's already won a national championship. But that was almost that was almost ten years ago. So, you know, Kansas has been fiending for another one. They, they're looking good. This, you know, the Big 12 has been on some hard times as of late. Eh, just give them something to brag about. You know, they, they need something to brag about. They've been bragging about the ACC fall in the tournament. But so, you know, sometimes you gotta let the, sometimes you got to let that person win something, every once in a while. Let little brother win. Get his coffins going. You know, that's all I can really say about that. But um, you know, would I love to? I mean, as much pain as I have towards Sean Miller, mainly because of his dad. Sean Miller's never come to pit. But would I take him? Sure. I would take Sean Miller over our current coach. I would take Sean Miller over Jamie Dixon post twenty eleven. Now that period with uh, when Jamie started his elite eight run, I definitely would have taken taken Sean Miller. Even after, even before the Butler fiasco, I still would have taken Sean Miller. Now I would. I, I mean, you know, of course, I mean that's the thing. After the elite eight run, Pitt couldn't get out of the first weekend out of March, and then, and then they couldn't make the tournament altogether. So, but Jamie's battling for an NIT championship. So it's a crazy world we live in. Hell to Pitt.